Hi, I'm Susie Rains, and welcome to Starting a Business Simplified. These are special episodes geared towards sharing my journey and how I work in my business and all of the ups and downs that go with it. As you listen to these episodes, you're going to learn more about me, the resources that I use, the personal and professional growth that I go through, and how I work in my business. In order to follow this particular journey, you will see in the title of each episode, Susie's Journey. That's going to identify that this is part of the series that I'm recording specifically for what it is that I'm doing in my business. I'm so excited that you're here, and I look forward to going on this journey with you. As always, keep it simple. Welcome to this episode of Susie's Journey. This is my journey that I'm taking through my personal experience in business. In this episode, I am going to go over how I got started. So starting from the beginning, my history that you may know already from listening to my podcast, or if you follow me in other places, is that I started out in my 20s, early 20s, in corporate business. I didn't have a degree. I had a high school diploma and I took that and just went to work. I knew how to do jobs as they were given to me and I figured out things as I went along. Something inside of me, a spiritual side of me, was aware of what to do and how to do it. I just naturally was drawn to looking at a problem and seeing the end result that needed to be accomplished and then I was able to do the task to get there. For some reason, it came naturally to me and it was easy. So I leaned on the people around me and my supervisors. So, and when I think back to my corporate experience, I think about those people that worked with me and my supervisors and they guided me when I would solve a problem. I would create a new system or I would create a new process for how to do something. I would create something out of nothing. I would just think about what does the client need and how can I help them? And I started connecting the dots of how to do things. And naturally it flowed. And my supervisors would encourage me and they would show me that what I'm doing was good and that it was helpful. And they would teach me the concepts that they learned in school. So with that knowledge, I was able to expand and learn and grow in business and in working in corporate. Some of the positions that I held that I worked my way into were sales forecasting and budgeting. I was very good with spreadsheets. I could figure out formulas and track progress and see metrics and be able to look at past history and paint a picture for the future. So it was a gift. It was something that I already knew how to do. And I truly believe that we are spiritual beings in a human body. So my spiritual being already had everything it needed to know how to do these things. I didn't need to go to school to learn it. But there was a part of me that felt I needed a degree to prove that I knew what I was doing. I joined the Army in 2020, uh, 2022. Wow, uh, that's not right. 2002, (laughs) over 20 years ago. I joined the Army in 2002 after 9-11 And I joined as a medic. 
the history there is I wanted to do veterinary medicine. That was my goal. When I went to the recruiter and told them I wanted to do veterinary medicine in the Army, they told me that the waiting list was over a year to be able to get in. And so I compromised. And in my mind, I thought medicine is medicine. I'll work with people. No big deal. And they had an open slot for me to join within a few months as a medic, a first responder. And I thought, you know what? I can do that. Again, the spiritual side of me already decided that I was going to be a medic and I was going to be good at it. And so I joined out of faith. I was 29 years old. And I, it was scary. I'm not going to lie. I did have human emotions about it. And I was nervous. And I was signing my life away to be told what to do every day. I was scared of basic training. I didn't want to go through the physical endurance that I'd have to go through, the mental exhaustion. And then I was also learning medicine, which is something I had never done. I had done corporate business. I knew how to run a spreadsheet, had no idea what to do when it came to starting an IV, drawing blood, treating somebody from trauma. All of that was new to me, but I trusted my intuition. The common thread in all of this all these things that happened to me in the past that were are part of who I am and my experience of being in this human body, the common thread was I had belief and I had faith and I stepped out without knowing how it was going to happen and what was going to happen. So while I was in the army, I was a medic. I was stationed at a hospital. I worked in the post-anesthesia care unit. For those of you listening that know PACU, I worked there. I did all the hospital stuff. I understood everything that happened in a hospital. I worked right, right alongside doctors and nurses and got that experience of having everything at my fingertips. I had oxygen. I had crash carts. We had everything right there. If we ever needed anything, we could just reach for it or go get it, and we had it. IV fluids were abundant bathrooms were there. I mean, everything that you would need is in a hospital to treat people. I was not leaning on my field experience that I was trained in the army. So shortly after being there, it was about a year, a little over a year, I got orders to be deployed to Iraq. And that was a wake-up call for me. I had to lean on my training know that I could treat triage and treat trauma patients in the moment with only what I could fit in my backpack. We had what was called an aid bag and whatever you could fit in there, assuming that you could predict what tools you would need to stop bleeding and to help somebody in an immediate situation in a war zone is what you took with you. That's all you had to work with. Again, I had to lean on my faith and my knowing that I could do the job and that the people that I treated were going to be safe. That is a hard pill to swallow when you're coming from a completely stocked, staffed hospital. And even as an EMT in the United States, you have a whole ambulance. I had a backpack. I had a bag, and it weighed about 45 pounds of everything I had in it. So the shift for me was to trust, trust my training and 
have faith that everything that happened, I was going to be able to handle. And I had to have that confidence. I didn't have a choice. And I was in a war zone. I was attached to an engineering battalion. We actually, our mission was to go find roadside bombs and get rid of them so that the streets would be safe in Baghdad. We drove around for 12 hour up to 12 hour shifts. And my job was to take care of my soldiers that got hurt. And so I'm not going to go into details around it, but there's a lot of stuff that happened and a lot of things that I had to deal with in the moment. And I have to say that being able to know and trust and be confident that I knew what I was doing and I was going to be able to do it and I was going to be, help the, be able to help these soldiers that I worked with, every, everything was going to work out fine. I came home from Iraq and I had some neck injuries and back injuries from the heavy load that I was having to carry. So I was not only carrying my aid bag, which was about 35, 40 pounds. I was also carrying my armor to keep me protected, which was heavy. I had all my gear. I had another backpack that I carried with other things in it that I needed. And I was walking on a not smooth surface consistently for a year. And it we were in vehicles that bounced around and my doctor actually asked me when I came back, he's like, have you been in a car accident? And I'm like, no. He said, well, you have a neck injury that is equivalent to whiplash, like that you were in an accident. And I said, no, I was just bouncing around with a very heavy helmet, Kevlar helmet on my head for a year. A lot of impact happening, which degenerated the discs in my neck. So I had physical stuff happening, but then I also had the mental stuff happening. I had stuffed down the things that I'd seen, the experiences that I had, the connections I had with my fellow soldiers so, so much. And those of you listening that work in medicine, that work in clinical care or in trauma or in any type of, I'm going to say anybody that worked during COVID, hello, that was a traumatic experience for anybody. I also say, when COVID was happening, I was, my heart was breaking for every medical worker because they were in a war zone. It is what it is. Fear for your life and people are dying around you. You're in a war zone. I know what that feels like. So I came home not wanting to deal with all of that. Just shove it away. I wasn't going to share it. I wasn't going to talk about it. I was medically discharged from the army and I said, you know what? I'm going to go back to being in business because that's what I know. And I'm going to get my business degree so I can prove that I know how to be in business. And I went to college and I worked full time and I got my degree, uh, bachelor's in business administration, so that I could. And going through school for me was a breeze because I had already been doing it. I knew how to do all the business stuff. They were just, I was reading in a book what I'd been doing for, you know, five, 10 years prior. But I got the degree so that I could prove to the world that I knew what I was talking about. And for those of you listening who think that you have to go get a degree or have to go get some form of certification or something, unless it's required by law and you have to be licensed, just reconsider that. Think about it a little bit before you do that, because we already know what we need to know in life. We just need guidance and direction, and there's people out there that can help us along the way. I have not used my business degree since I got it. 
yes, I've understood the knowledge and I have the knowledge and I'm using it, but I use more of my experience knowledge than I use the book knowledge. I think back to when I was actually doing the business work in corporate to draw on, to remember, and to know what needs to happen more so than what I read in a book. So I went back to business. I actually got the same, got a job with the same exact company that I was in before I left for the army. They had a position, same position open, and I was just going through the motions and I was struggling. I wasn't happy. I didn't want to do my job but it made me money. It made me a salary. It gave me a way to live. I was dying inside because I wasn't dealing with my post-traumatic stress disorder that I had come home with from Iraq. And I was just surviving. I ended a 14-year marriage shortly after that. And I thought, I got to do something else. So I did what I, my heart wanted to do a long time ago. I wanted to be in veterinary medicine. So I went back to school at, to be a veterinary technician, I went and worked in a veterinary clinic, and it was like breathing life back into me. I was doing what I loved, working with animals and working in medicine, and I felt that was my place. But I still was struggling with the emotions that came with all of the, the stuff that I had experienced. I was still struggling with physically being able to lift, push, and pull in veterinary medicine, you're lifting dogs all day long and you're restraining and you're holding and you're pushing and you're pulling. And my neck was not happy with me and I was struggling. And mentally I was struggling. I would have trigger points where I would smell something or I would hear something or to see the look on an owner's face when they lost a pet. Oh my goodness, that would kill me because I saw so much of that destruction and death and stuff in a war zone. I had to remove myself. I had to come up with a way to do something I loved using the experience that I had in a way that I could control my environment better and have a more joyful experience. So I went to health coaching school. I left veterinary medicine and I thought, you know what? I love medicine. I love helping people. I love healing and working with people on living a better life. I was struggling physically and mentally. I wanted a better life. So I thought, I want to give that to people. So I got my health coaching and life coaching certificate. And I thought, I'm going to start a business. Going to do it myself. And I just started. No plan. I didn't have any idea of who I wanted to, to talk to, who I wanted as clients. I didn't think about what I wanted to help them with specifically. I was just like, well, you know, if I throw a website up there and then they're just going to come and I'm just going to, you know, coach them, it's going to be easy. I didn't take into account all of the things that I already knew. I went to business school. I wrote a business plan for one of my classes and I didn't like it. It was a struggle, but I did it. I knew the importance of doing it. I understood how to work in business. I did it for over 10 years. I knew that it was important to do budgeting and forecasting and planning out pricing and knowing who you're talking to. I knew all these things. Even though I had the education and the experience, I didn't implement it in my own business. Why did I do that? Honestly, to this day, the way that I can reconcile that is knowing that's how it created the business I'm doing right now. I had to go through the experience of not knowing what to do. I had to go through the experience of wanting 
to make an impact in the world in my own business, but not knowing how to do it. So that experience is what brought me to today. I tried to do this business. I just went out on social media, started talking to people. I had some practice clients. I had a couple of paying clients. What I realized is that I didn't enjoy health coaching. I loved business. Really, that's where my joy is. I love talking about it. I love doing it. I love helping people figure it out. I love numbers. I love spreadsheets. I I like everything about business, every piece of it. There's parts that I struggle with, just like anybody else. But in general, I like the business, you know, entrepreneur, let's launch a business. That's what I love to do. I ended up going back to work as a health coach for another company virtually when the pandemic happened because I gave up on my business. I thought, you know what? This isn't working. It's not what I want to do. I don't even know what I want to do. I just, I know I want to be an entrepreneur, but I have no idea what I want to do. And this isn't what it is. I'll just go work for somebody else. And health coaching, I had my certificate. I was doing it. And it was an easy way for me to get a paycheck. I'm going to be perfectly honest with all of you. How many times do we just think, I just need a paycheck? I just need to pay my bills. That was my mindset. I just wanted to pay my bills and I wasn't happy. I didn't like, I didn't like going to work every day. I didn't like doing what I was doing. During that time, I continued to go back to my thoughts of, I want my own business. I want to do my own thing, but I don't know what that is. And I kept asking myself that question. What do you love doing? What can you talk about every single day without stopping? And it was business. So I went back into my memory bank and I thought, okay, what about business? Let's narrow this down. What I realized is that I didn't have a business plan, not a traditional one that you take to a bank. I didn't even have an idea scribbled on a piece of paper. That was what I wanted to do. I was going to reach people who wanted to start a business, didn't know where to start, weren't clear on what they wanted to do, didn't have any idea of how to get going and what to do in starting a business. That's when I developed Starting a Business Simplified. That is when I figured out I'm going to simplify business planning. I wrote a workbook. It took me about two months to write, and I have it on my website now. It's a workbook that anybody can do on their own, and it asks all the key questions that you need in order to write out a basic simplified business plan. Everything from your business concept, marketing, operations, management team, financial plan, all of it is included. And I thought, this is my new business. This is what needs to get out there into the world. If you're listening to this and you have always wanted to start a business or you have started a business, but you're floundering and you're not sure why it's not going and you're not sure really what to do or how to do it, you're in the right place. That's what this business for me is all about. It's sharing with those people who are just like I was. I want to start a business, but I don't know where to start. I want to do this, but I don't know what to do. You do know what to do. I knew what to do. I continue to learn and grow. But we have access to everything that we need to know is already there for us. We just need to ask for it. I had to ask. 
universe, what do people need and how does it align up with my purpose and who I am and I'm going to enjoy doing? And what came back to me is business planning. That's your purpose. This is what people need. This is what people out there who are struggling to start a business, that's what they need. And so I thought, you know what? Who am I talking to? I came out of a medical profession. I came from working in the military and medical and veterinary. Like it's ingrained in me that high demand, working hard, stress environment, not sleeping, exhausted into starting my own business. Those are the people I need to be talking to because I understand how difficult it is to go from that, I have a paycheck and I don't have to worry about it, to running around and being exhausted constantly, mentally, physically, compassion, fatigue, everything you can think of, to now I'm sitting in front of my computer. It's silent in the room I'm in. Go ahead and get started on your business, Susie. Go ahead. And all I had was blank. <laughs> okay. I had structure and I had security and I had all the, I knew what to do. I know how to treat a patient. And now you're telling me to just start? And this is a person, I had business knowledge and I have a business degree. I should know these things. I can only imagine how challenging and hard it is for somebody who doesn't have any business background. And all maybe they've done is clinical care. So I'm saying all of this to you and I'm being open and vulnerable in this podcast, in this journey with you to tell you anything is possible. And a lot of it, I would say 99.9% of what it is that you're doing is a mindset shift. Once I knew what I wanted to do, it was now is the beginning of my journey. So in the next episode of my journey, episode two, you're going to hear me talk about what was missing. Because this is the point where I said, yes, I am going to simplify business planning and Business Simplified is born. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to talk to these people and share with them. And I wrote a workbook and I know that it's going to work. And then there were crickets. So again, what was missing? What was missing in, in my journey? What's happening? I have a business. I wrote a plan. I wrote my own business plan. And I have a target and I know what I want to do. And I have my forecasting and I have my financial plan. I, it's all done. What's missing? Tune into the next episode and I will share with you what was missing. And I'm going to share with you moving forward on this specific series around my journey, what it is that I'm doing every day to keep moving forward as a business owner and what's working for me and how it's working to give you inspiration and give you ideas for yourself that you can be inspired and encouraged in your journey as you start planning your business. So in the next episode, I will share what was missing. And then I will continue to share as I grow and change and as my business grows. Thank you so much for listening to this. And as always, I always say this, and for those of you that follow me, you hear it. 
and I believe in it a thousand percent. Keep it simple. Thanks for listening to this episode of Starting a Business Simplified, Navigating the Shift. If you enjoyed this episode, then hit the subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. This podcast is for you, so be sure to reach out and let me know what you thought about this episode. If you're not sure how to get started with your business, download a copy of the Starting a Business Simplified Guide. Click on the link in the show notes for your copy.